Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. Just a few more days, we're going to be celebrating Christmas. We're going to be celebrating the reality that Mary had a little lamb. As we've talked about this week, throughout the scripture, the lamb is one of the most beautiful pictures of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have seen that the lamb was promised in Genesis 3. We have seen that the lamb was provided in the story of Abraham and Isaac in Genesis 22. How the lamb was pictured in the Passover story in Exodus chapter 12. And then as we talked about yesterday, the lamb was prophesied. Prophecy after prophecy after prophecy throughout what we call the Old Testament, the Torah, the writings, the prophets, all prophesied of this lamb who would come in. Isaiah, as we saw yesterday, really spelled out that this fact, this was a lamb. This is going to be a lamb who is being led to the slaughter for us. And by his wound, his stripe, his whelp, what a terrible suffering he went through in our behalf because he loved us. We are healed. Today, we want to talk about the fact that this lamb, this lamb that was prophesied about, pictured, promised, provided, ultimately became personified. That's right. That is what we call the Christmas story. God taking on human flesh. God becoming one of us. God entering our warped darkness, defeating it from within the midst of it. Fully becoming man, while yet still being God. Jesus was not a wisp of some sort of ethereal spirit that looked like a man, but really wasn't. He was fully human in every way, yet without sin, the scripture says. He became one of us in that feeding trough through that womb of that young woman, a teenage girl. Mary was a, t- a teenage girl when she had Messiah. She was willing to obey God and do his will even at the harsh reality of being stoned to death because she was found with child before having fully married Joseph. Now, obviously, they were betrothed. So in the Jewish mind, betrothal is as good as marriage. And if you act unfaithful in that context, even though you haven't, quote-unquote, consummated the marriage yet, and it's not been officially done in the ceremony, you're still in the eyes of the community. And before God, you were married. And so Mary being found with child would have put her in a very precarious position to be stoned because they would have considered her to have been unfaithful to Joseph. Joseph was a righteous man. He didn't want to expose her and cause her shame. And of course, it wasn't until, you know, he didn't know what was going on. He assumed that she had been unfaithful to him until God intervened through a dream and an angel and said, hey, buddy, (laughs) that's not the case at all. I'm at work here and I'm fixing to do something that's going to shock the whole world. Even you. Mary was willing to do that. Mary was willing to take on the shame, the reproach, all of those things in order to give birth excuse me, to the little lamb, the Lord Jesus. And as that little lamb grew, he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with both God and man. He was surrounded by family, but his cousin, 
Yohanan, John the Baptist, John the Immerser, introduced him one day as he saw him walking along the Jordan River bank, and he pointed him out, and he said to his followers, his disciples, Behold, look, get your eyes off of me, and <coughs> excuse me, get your eyes on him. Behold, the Lamb of God. This is, <coughs> excuse me, this is God's Lamb. This is the one God has provided. This is the Lamb <coughs> that was promised in Genesis 3. This is the Lamb that was provided in Abraham and Isaac's story. This is the Lamb that was pictured in Passover. This is the Lamb the prophets prophesied about. He's it, and he's here. Follow him. Go to him. He must increase. <clears throat> I must decrease. He became one of us. He fully understands our life. He knows and understands the sorrow, the grief, the pain, the hurt, rejection. He understands the pressures, the stresses of life. He understands be what it means to grow up in a single parent home because at some point Joseph did die and Jesus became the breadwinner. Jesus became the provider. Jesus became the one who took care of his mom and his brothers and sisters. It fell, fell to him. He understood what it was like to get up and work 12, 14 hour day to the bone. I mean, working as a carpenter or a uh, a metal worker Jesus was a craftsman. It wasn't just wood that he worked with as a carpenter. He worked with all kinds of things, stone, metals. Uh, people that have done the research know that this was the way of life for him. He would have gone out looking for work. He may have been one of those standing on the street corner, offering his services to those who may need his help. He understands life. He understands death. He understood death in his own home when his daddy died. He understood not being he understood not being understood by his own family. Jesus has experienced the whole gamut of life in our behalf as our substitute. He represented me, he represented you. This lamb of God did what he did as if it was you and I doing it. And all of the perfection and all of his obedience and all of his righteousness has been credited to me and you as if we were the ones that did it. We stand before God because of this lamb becoming personified. We stand before God now, fully justified, fully forgiven, fully free. We are seated in him because he's human. Humanity has been exalted and lifted to the highest place in all realms, seen and unseen, the throne of God in Messiah. Why? Because Mary's little lamb became personified. And there in human flesh, flesh that hurt, flesh that got tired, Flesh that had emotions, that experienced sorrow, that experienced joy and laughter, grief, rejection, anger, 
I mean, all the temptations we would ever face in this life, he has faced every temptation such as is common to man yet without sin. He did all this in our behalf. He understands us. He understands me. He understands you. Why? Because the lamb became a human being. It was a human being. It was a human being that loved us. It was a human being that died for us. But it wasn't just any ordinary human. It was a human being who was God. And if we wanted to see what God was like, all the misperception, all the misconceptions about God in the Torah, the prophets, the writings, the things that they thought about God that were incorrect. Jesus had to correct an awful lot of things when he came because people just didn't know how to think properly or rightly about God. And God, you know, when Jesus came, he was basically saying, folks, God is not like you think he is. And folks, today, he's not the God that most religion promotes, even the Christian religion. He's vastly different in many cases than what we have portrayed before. So if we want to see what the Father is like, we look at the person of the Son. They're not different. They're not at odds with one another. They are one. And as Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen my Father. You want to know what my father thinks about this? Watch what I do. Hear what I say. Look and see the manifestation of my heart and my thoughts because what you're going to see is that of my father's. Mary had a little lamb. And this lamb, this lamb, took away, as John, his cousin, said, the sin of the world. Not 90% of it, not 99% of it, all of it. Removed it, as far as the East is, from the West. Never to remember it against us, ever, ever again. The law came through Moses grace and truth came through the Lamb of God who was personified in human flesh. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, a wonderful time celebrating Christmas on Monday with your family. There won't be a podcast on Monday. We will pick things back up on Tuesday. But may you all have a Merry Christmas and remember that it truly is all about the Lamb of God, Mary's little lamb. Shabbat Shalom.